I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Canna Culture. As always, I am your Canna Sewer, Nate. Thank you guys so much for joining me. We're here. It's episode five, if you can believe it. I'm getting there myself after a very incredibly tense and long couple of weeks since we've last spoke, listener. Um, hopefully you are doing well in this time and whatever's happening in your personal world. Uh, and of course, if you're not doing well, reach out. I'd love to hear what's going on. And if there's any way we can help, we would love to. Uh, but anyways, you guys are here to listen to Canna Culture today. So let's just get right into brass tacks. Now, usually I have a very, very, very structured plan in the past few episodes. I've been very, very mindful. And even on episode four, I kind of plotted out like, hey, this is what I want to do for episode five because it's like kind of a monumental thing and whatnot. However, I, while I did the thing that I wanted to do, I set out to do for episode five, um, well, let's just get right into it. On episode four, I told you guys that it would be really, really cool to for me to watch Reefer Madness. We were doing the THC timeline, kind of going through how things had happened in the world uh, through the course of cannabis culture. And 1936, there was a movie released called Reefer Madness, which I wanted to watch. Well, lucky for you Amazon Prime users, it's very easy to find this movie because Reefer Madness is available in both versions. And what I mean by that is you can watch the colorized version, which I, you know, it's cool. And honestly, kind of better because it's easier to, you know, visualize. Um, But, of course, you do have it in its original black and white format, uh, which is very neat, honestly. So, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, Obviously, Reefer Madness is some sort of anti-cannabis propaganda from the 30s to help drive a narrative. Now, before I get into anything about the movie or my thoughts or any of that, I do want to say that I had planned... I I was high, of course, when I said it, that it would be awesome to debunk everything they say in the movie. Problem is, is there is so much stupid, outlandish, ridiculous, nonsensical, almost a hundred year ago shit, eighty four years ago, essentially, uh, eighty six years ago. Sorry, I can't math right now. Um, no, no, eighty four years ago. That's right, because in third, in sixteen years, it'll be yeah, hundred years. So, anyways, um, this movie had so much misdirective and so many blatantly ridiculous lies. Like, okay. 
first of all, the whole premise of the movie is like, here's the story of these people doing things and marijuana gets introduced and see how it ruins and taints their lives and everything. And of course, they don't call it marijuana. They call it marijuana with an H trying to like sensationalize it or whatever. Really, they were trying to band against the Mexican to make them look lazy uh, for smoking cannabis, unfortunately. Um, so in the movie, you know, plots, bullshit doesn't really matter. Party happens. This one dude's like playing piano. And of course, what are they doing? It shows people partying, having a good time together in the 30s, dancing to somebody who's playing ragtime on the piano, which was, you know, a heavily African-American um, territory of music at the time, especially in that time, you know. Uh, <clears throat> so th they're very much pointing and giving little tiny context clues. Another thing, there's not a single African-American, Asian, Mexican, Indian... Uh, Native American, anything you can think of in the movie other than white folks, okay? And I, th and, you know, I think that was um, a little bit bizarre because it's like, here's our propaganda. We're not including any of the people that we're really targeting, but we're going to tell you stories that you're going to go, oh, well, I've never seen my friends do this, so I have to assume that this people who back in that time, you know, people weren't very well educated, um, <clears throat> It's an easy way to spread fear. It's very unfortunate. So uh, the one guy who's playing piano, he goes and he hides in a closet and he smokes a J. And like as he's smoking it, he starts like getting this like sinister laugh and it goes on to kill people. It's like, okay, so the movie as a whole, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the plot. It's stupid. It's bad. Go watch it on Amazon Prime. It's only an hour and six minutes, right? And I think it is worth your time to educate yourself about... I don't know how to word this, but like about how foolish and how <clears throat> villainous they've made criminalizing cannabis as this like evil thing. And it's not, it's not, you know what I've never done? You know, I have had laughs when smoking weed. We've all had laughs and shared a good laugh together. I've cried smoking weed. I've yelled smoking weed because sometimes you're angry in certain situations. Life is life. Marijuana doesn't fully redirect the person. What it does is, is for that person who's smoking it, it becomes whatever form of the medication they really need it to be. So maybe, like me, for more times than not when I'm smoking, it's pain-related. Long-term pain injuries, migraines. Uh, I feel like I might have CTE, and that's a whole other podcast we could get into covering CTE because I have had some head traumas in my life that have been pretty violent and, um, anyways, so Reefer Madness, it's a one out of five star movie. It's really like a zero out of five star movie, but you, you got to give it up for them to try to be creative and they tried to tell some story. So it's like, whatever, give them a one, you know, be fair in that regard. Uh, so, you know, it's really weird because I told you guys I was going to do this and I've, and I've quickly gotten it out of the way and you're just like, oh, so what's the... Uh, we're six minutes in now, Nate. What are we going to do? Well, first of all, we're going to take our time today. We're going to enjoy spending time with each other as I sit here and, and bullshitting into your ear. Maybe you're out mowing your yard or you're driving or you're stuck at home with your kids and you got earbuds in and you're trying to have a laugh thinking about me smoking weed and having crazy situations happen and whatnot. So to get back to it, today I actually have a redirect what I planned for episode five was short and kind of boring, and we're already there. We've already done, covered that part of the ground, and there's other things I do. So, you know, I do my, um, 
a dispensary segment, you know, the dispensary experience. And when I do this, usually my goal is to educate you, the listener, who may or may not actually have access to going to a medicinal dispensary or a recreational dispensary or having any experience with this. And especially now in the current time we live in, in this coronavirus world, things have vastly changed. So what do we know? We know that cannabis is an essential business. What does that tell you? States are making it an essential business, meaning it's important, right? Even alcohol didn't necessarily get that pass and they shut bars down, okay? And of course, that's for different reasons because of people gathering. So with social distancing and everything else like that that we're going through in this time, I'm going to give you guys a little two-folded journey. I'm going to actually start this journey back in January, okay? And it's crazy to think that this was only January and I was doing this in a moment where really the virus was already an existing thing that could have very well been all around us and I had no idea. So we went to a dispensary 10 minutes from my house and it was January, as I said, and it was like kind of an overcast day when we left. We were like, ah, cool, whatever. We had coats. We did our thing. We get to said dispensary, and there is a line around the building. And we're like, holy shit. Of course, now it's not a line around the building with six feet between each person. It's a line around the building, you know, butts to nuts, essentially. So we park our vehicle, walk to the line start standing in the line, it starts raining. Now it's slowly freezing, rain, drizzling, a little bit. Whatever. We're standing in the line for 10 minutes. 10 minutes becomes 20, 20 becomes 30. We round the corner. And as we round the corner, I start to notice that there are tow trucks about. And I look and I'm like, well, the truck's still there. That's a good sign. But they are towing other vehicles in that location. So I'm running to the truck flying. I'm like, I run, I jump in the truck, I move it. I park it in a different location that I know I can park at where they have told me I can park. And so I do what they say, I park the vehicle, and now we're in a good situation. Vehicle's not too far from us. We can take turns being in and out of this line with our heater on in the vehicle. Uh, This is the same day, strangely enough, I'm just remembering that I actually broke my shades that was a long, arduous journey. I lost the fucking screw to them after they broke, and then it was just like, I can't know their prescription, so having them is helpful. Of course, I had them on that day because the overcast was bad enough that it was like piercing into my brain meats. So we're in the line. It's freezing rain. It's 40 minutes. It's 50 minutes. It's an hour. It's an hour and 10 minutes. The guy right in front of us is like, are they towing cars? And we're like, yeah, didn't you notice we left like a little bit ago to move our... He's like, oh shit, I bet... I hope they didn't take my car. As we watch, he runs. He runs out of line. He's the only person of him representing him in the line. He takes off and he's running. And as he's running, they get his car and they start driving off. And they are taking his car and he like stops them and he gets his car. So there's a guy like two people behind us. And he's like, they're towing cars. Oh shit. So he starts running, but they've already got his car. They've already got it at the the exit and he starts chasing them down the street it was crazy dude they were picking people off left and right and it was like 350 or 400 dollars if you got towed per person so can you imagine like 
Okay, so here's a scenario. It didn't luckily happen to us. I'm really grateful, but it did happen to people that were surrounding us in the experience. So again, to why I want to kind of touch on this and how crazy it was in January because of where we are now and what I just recently experienced. So back in January, the guy behind us doesn't get to his car in time. They take off. But can you imagine you wake up, you're like, oh man, I need to, I need to get some weed and have some smoke. I want to have a nice day, whatever you call it, your ganja. I don't know what you call it. That that's you know your preference, your your bud, your dope, your your greenage, whatever it is, man. So imagine you get up, you're like, I just need to. I want to go to the dispensary. I'm gonna spend like 150 bucks on some really good weed, and just check out for the day. And hopefully my pain or whatever is bothering me is done. Can you imagine that you get there, you're excited, you're in line, you've been standing in the freezing rain for over an hour when you realize they're towing cars and your car gets towed and now you have a $400 bill on top of what was supposed to be that $150 bill at the dispensary. And I'm wondering, man, how many of those people like said, well, I can't get the smoke now, I have to go take care of this car situation. Because some people did leave when that happened. They just got, like they called an Uber or something and got themselves Ubered to wherever they needed to go or whatnot. Um, which, of course, another thing with being a part of the Times, right? So we finally got in to the door. They ch- there at the at, like at the at the door. They would get five IDs at a time. One, two, three, five. You're you. You're you. You're okay. Okay. One, two. You. 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 You come through. Okay. Oh, you guys are together. Cool. So you're coming too. And then we would st- we just stand in this big lobby, and this is a very large lobby. They've got a lot of nice like things, but it's very crowded. There's people standing. There's people sitting. Everybody's wet because they've been standing out in the rain for this whole time. It's very dreary. You're cold, freezing. You know, your body hurts from actually shaking from being outside. At least mine was, anyways. So I was like, oh my god, this is brutal. Because like I said, it was about two hours, like an hour and forty that we were outside in the rain standing in the dispensary line to say that we are part of history and a legal recreational state um, being a part of their lines in the dispensary times. It wasn't maybe the best time to go, but you never know. And you know, you know what? And honestly, you take it for granted a little bit, them being so close. Um, but, but of course, the whole time we were standing in line, here's the joke. As we're in line and we're all suffering this rain, the joke keeps going around of, well, could have just called my guy. Should have called my guy, my guy, the guy who you can buy from that's, you know, reasonable priced because uh, at pretty, pretty much, I would say like 93% of adults that are um, normal functioning humans that don't have some weird repressed shit happening to them smoke. Uh, and that's just a fact because it's a very nice, calming, relaxing sensation more times than not. So I remember when we were there the last time... We got Strawberry 17, which I'll need to look up if there are any uh, any deets on that. We also got a Bubba, oh my gosh, I can't remember what it was called. I feel really bad that I didn't prepare this part of the story um, better. But we got a couple different things. We got like a little bag of shake that they had that was cool. It was like, hey, it's like 15 bucks or whatever, and it's like an eighth of shake. <laughs> okay, or it might have been 20, I don't remember. And then, like, you had, like, your 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 bud, which they it came in a really cool, like, grassroots uh, container. I'm really, really, I was looking at that container today, and I didn't even think to, to grab it, and I'm so dumb and mad at myself. And my notes are somewhere out of sight, so I'm not worried about it. This is me riffing today, because it's story time, and this, this show should be, 
what it is, man. It's me telling you guys shit that's happened, and hopefully you think it's interesting, and hopefully you don't think I'm fucking boring, because if I'm boring, then I'm not doing my job very good. So anyways, get back to it. We get in. We get the order, we leave, and it's like, oh, this better be the best smoke of our life. It was pretty good. It was decent. It didn't last very long, and I don't mean, like, the high itself. I more mean the distance with which we stretched the actual bud because it wasn't a lot because of the restrictions that they still have in Illinois about how much you can buy as a recreational customer versus a medical consumer who needs it. And there are different rules and regulations, you know. And I think that uh, they do definitely try to push people to the medical side of the game because of um, them being able to license each person. It costs like $300 to get your your medical card, um, which is not cheap by any stretch of the imagination, but the perks are huge. You don't have to pay the different THC tax when you buy from the dispensary. They're always going to have whatever you want, whenever you want it, whatever strain you're looking for, more times than not. And... Uh, you know, honestly, I probably need to just double down and do that before I uh, before I make many more steps in that dispensary. So anyways, the first, the January experience was cold and it was a little bit frustrating and it was a little bit like, okay, we stood in line for a long fucking time for two hours for some decent smoke, spent about the same amount of money that we would have spent from our guy and got nowhere near the quality or quantity. So that's a little bit frustrating, but say la vie, you learn your lesson, you have to try. And you, and you never know. What if you go to a dispense? What if that was the same experience, but it was decent prices, we got a great deal, it wasn't really that hard to get in. You know, I didn't know going in it was going to be what it was, and, and so what? So January is January, and now we're in May. And I'm told, hey, it's time. We're going to do another dispensary order, but we're going to order something a little different. We're not looking to buy any of that flour, baby. We're going to get some cartridges. And I was like, oh, my God, some, like, vape cartridges, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. So we had some pens that were gifted to us from several different people throughout time and space. It was never like we intentionally ever searched out the um, cannabis vape line of things because it's not really a cheap. I mean, it's – we'll get there. So – I look on the dispensary, and it's like, here's the rules. You can only do pre-orders. You have to have a pre-order. If you don't have a pre-order, don't even bother standing in line. They're not even going to talk to you. Because the way they're doing it is they're going to bring you in, pre-order, boom, boom, gone. It's fast. It's quick. It's efficient. You know, they don't want to have a crazy line. They don't want to have drama. So we look on their site, and the decision is almost immediate that we're definitely making this order because they actually have it. And this is something that if you listen to the show at all, you know that I was very excited to hopefully someday try. And now within the bounds of the show, I've actually been able to try it. And we're going to talk about it a little bit today because you guys, I got my hands on it, Pineapple Express. And it was my first experience with it. I wish it would have been the actual flower and not the liquid live resin that I got. But uh, the 510 cart that we got from Cresco <clears throat> is pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to read some stuff off for you guys here. Uh, this comes from Windy City Cannabis. It's a liquid live resin pineapple express 500 milligram cartridge, 510 cart. Um, it was manufactured on the 21st of January of this year, which was awesome because it's pretty, re pretty decently recent. Uh, the THC content was 82.402%, which was very high with its THCA at 0.796%, totaling 83.19% for its potency. Um, coming from Cresco Labs, amazing product. I loved the uh, 
the actual box it came in is neat because you have to it's kind of like sort of a pain in the dick to get in and out but once you do it once you figure out the secret which i'm still trying to figure out there we go i got it out it's pretty basic it's just you know this uh cart in a slot and you take it out and there's a little card that tells you what the terpenes are which is your flavor and it gives you like uh, green is this and blue is this so they have them like pre-done uh so that cartridge lasted us day and a half that's the issue with these you have to have a lot of it and it doesn't at least it didn't go very far and i'll explain why because so I hit my friend up who has a very, very, very cool job. He works for Grenco Science, which is the people that make G-Pen. And he tells me, and, and he tells me, he's like, hey, man, if you ever have any questions in the industry, just hit me up. I'll, I'll be sure to answer and help you out. Great. That's huge. Awesome. Thank you. You know, so he gets the text from me and I'm like, hey, you know, I've got this one. And I send him a picture of this G-Pen. And I was like, my friend gave it to me. And it doesn't seem like it works very well. It doesn't seem like it heats up very good for some reason. You know, like, and, and do the batteries on these things go bad? Like, is that like a common issue with G-Pen? Like, the batteries are shit, man? Like, I'm not trying to shit on your product, but what what the fuck? And I sent him a picture, and his response is, that one definitely has a problem with the battery because it's a fake. And I was like, oh, what? It's not even real? Are you kidding me? Come on, man. That's bogus. And he's like, hey, you're my homie. We go way back. Uh, I'm really sorry you got bamboozled and that you are you probably didn't have the best experience with your cartridges that you just purchased. Keep your eye on in the mail. I'll, I'll hit you up in a few days. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so we'll get there. But before we get there, I want to talk about the other cart we bought because we bought two. And the second one was, where is it? Yeah, the Bubba Fett. I was I wanted to say it, but I didn't want to say it wrong. From rape from the Vape Rhythm Relax Company, um, the CO2 cartridge Bubba Fett is a 80.019% THC content with a 1.682 THCA content totaling at 83.343. Um, it was made. And it doesn't actually say the date it was manufactured. Oh, yeah, yeah, date package was 310 of 20, so only about a couple months before we were using it again. And uh, it says slight ratio variations may occur. It's from another place here in Illinois. Uh, it's It was an Indica, which is very nice. Uh, the Bubba Fett, if I pull up my phone here, which I'm going to do while I'm talking to you fine folks, we're going to look at the Bubba Fett and see... Uh, <laughs> what all the deets are on this bad boy because I feel like it wasn't as advertised and we're going to get into that too so as we go to Leafly here Leafly's got the Bubba Fett it's a perfect end of the day strain uh, you know what actually I will I will say I do remember they said this was great for sleepy times and I think we did use that as a sleepy time so I don't think it wasn't as advertised I just think it um it, again it took a lot it took a quite a lot of smoke to uh to get you to really feel it so it says here um talk about combining the best of both worlds Bubba Fett is an indica that's a cross between pre ninety eight Bubba Kush and Stardog. 
a high-potency strain that flowers at about 10 weeks. Bubba Fett has a berry flavor and aroma with hints of diesel, earthy herb, and skunk tones. Known for its sedative and relaxing effects, Bubba Fett delivers an uplifting feeling along with pure cerebral relaxation. Maybe ideal for relieving stress, fatigue, and anxiety disorders. And of course, uh, the customer reviews say it is pure bliss. You know, and my thing is this. I feel like maybe if I would have had it as a um, as a flower and as not a cartridge, it maybe would have been different. And then also if the pens we were using were actual good quality pens. Because let me tell you something. When we got the package from my friend, um, he was so amazing, man. I'm, I'm so grateful to have people like this in my life who, you know, like at an instant I would do the same for them if they needed something, you know, no question. And I just asked about a pen. I wasn't trying to get anything gifted to me or a handouts or, or, you know, nice thing. But he sent me two Nova G pens, brand new. One black, one is a Cookies clothing store cross with G pen, and it's baby blue, which is amazing. It's awesome. Uh, these two pens are cool as shit because not only can they use the 510 cartridges, and they actually heat them up very well. They have three settings that are um, your different, or your three voltage settings. You know, it also has a auto max output setting where you double click it. It does maximum output for ten seconds, so it really heats it up fast. So then you can just draw all the vapors, and you don't have to worry about like pulling it for a long time. It's pretty, it's pretty nifty. Um, but the really, really cool thing about it is it doesn't just take the five ten cards. It also has its own top where it has its own atomizer where you can put concentrate directly into the pen you could just you just load it in and you're there and you're having a good old time that's amazing it's a dual purpose pen it's got a great usb charge cable that charges into the bottom of it um they're very sleek very nice looking uh pens and uh i tell you i was honestly not expecting that at all like i thought oh cool like one pen neat Nifty, you know, that's super nice of him. Maybe he'll he's sending me a nice one or something. Sent me two nice pens. He sent us two enamel pins for your jacket and shit. A bunch of stickers, a Santa Cruz shredder herb grinder that's made out of literal hemp. It's biodegradable. It's incredible. Fluffy bud every time. Like I cannot say enough good things about G Pen and Grenco, and they don't even like they don't even sponsor this show at all (laughs) so uh so let me talk about the actual experience this time of getting these because i've talked about all the stuff around getting them i haven't actually talked about the inside the dispensary and that experience because it was very different and while again on the high of being super happy for g pen uh hooking it up uh and being super kind uh you know back to the realness that before I had this pen, I had to go through the experience of actually getting it. So you look online, and it says, here's the deal with the pre-orders. You pre-order, you get your time slot, you show up in your time slot, we'll get through you within your time slot, and that's that. We promise. Okay. So we click the things we want, we put them in our cart, we order, we confirm, done. The next morning, I get up, I have to leave, go to the dispensary. Do the 10-minute jaunt. It's like it's probably actually like 15, but whatever. It's not bad. And I get there, and I park in front. Like, no problem. There's, like, not even anybody there. There's not even a line. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. So I'm just sitting there, uh, like a moron. Uh, 
And sitting there waiting, sitting there waiting, sitting there waiting. All of a sudden, the line forms like 15 people. And I was like, oh, those people probably don't have pre-orders. I was like, wait a minute. You're supposed to have a pre-order. Fuck, I'm supposed to be in that line. Fuck, I could have been first in the fucking line and been first in and first out. Son of a bitch. Okay, so that's not cool. So I call, and I call the store, and I'm like, hey, I've never pre-ordered anything before. Like, is this how you do it? Like, is everything going to be cool? And they said, yeah, but you have to stand in the line. And I was like, okay, thanks. So I parked my car, stand in the line, and it's like 20 minutes. I'm standing outside. It's not nearly as cold as it was in January. I'm still standing out there. Burr, burr, burr. It's, it's brutal. You know, I had my, I have a really cool mask. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen my mask. It's pretty cool. Also, I wanted to say, because I'm Space Cadet, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, standing in line. And you're six feet apart from people. There are X's on the sidewalk. You have to stand on your X. It moves a couple people at a time. Same kind of thing. You get to the door. They take your ID for a second. Then they give it back to you. You walk in. Walk in. They say my name. Yep, that's me. Okay, go here. Stand in the thing. The lady's like, here's your total. It's 168 and something. And I was like, um, it said 125 online. What? And she's like, yeah, but it also says that we tax once you get here. And I was like, ah, fuck, I didn't read. I'm a stoner, my bad. So, okay, well, I got to use the ATM one second. She's like, okay, well, I left like a dumbass, my wallet, in the car because I thought, oh, I just need my ID. <laughs> Be smarter, not or work smarter, not harder. Except for this step was something I wasn't expecting. I'll never make the mistake again. Uh, so I had to run it back out to the car, cut the whole line of people because I had already been inside and, and whatnot. Um hand them the uh, the additional money, get the product, and then leave. And it was, like, really strange to me. And I was sitting in the car for probably 10 minutes, and I was like, man, it's crazy to think that four months ago I was standing in this line in rain and freezing rain and cold-ass wintry weather to get cannabis with a bunch of people, like over 100 people standing in line. And now today there are very, very few folks in this line at all. And, and I mean, there was still a line of like maybe 15 people, but again, coronavirus time. So you don't want to have people near you and, and whatnot. So, uh, it was, it was an interesting experience to say the least. I do say if you are in the Chicagoland area and you can check out a Windy City Cannabis, whether it's in Posen or it's in Homewood or wherever you're near it, do check them out. They're a very nice facility. And I think they do try to, you know, do their best to, um, do the best for their customers. And I think that is a, a huge huge win for the industry when you have a, a company. I know there are a lot of other companies and different, you know, stores that are like that where they try to be really, really, really conscientious of the of the clientele. But man, they're so friendly. It was it was a very cool, fun experience. So back to the G pens for one second. I did want to mention that if you haven't yet had an opportunity to see what I'm talking about at all, I posted pictures on the Instagram. So Instagram, Nate, you have an Instagram? Oh yeah, I do. Uh it's Caniculture Pod. On Instagram, go at CanaculturePod. Follow me, please. I'll have to accept your request because I don't just let everybody see my shit. It ain't like that. So anyways, that was my recent dispensary trip. Again, here we are. And, uh, you know, other than that, man, I've just been kicking back, trying to be breezy in the world. Uh, recently, my guy hit me up, and he and this is like right after we had this whole experience with the uh, the pens and the cartridges and shit. And he says, hey, buddy, uh, 
I've got some really, really strong stuff, and I think you'll really enjoy it. I was like, all right, I'm into that. Like, let's get into it, you know? I'm like, what do you have? And he said, I've got this thing called Candy Kush. And I was like, oh, I have heard of this thing, Candy Kush, before. Never smoked it before, but uh, I would love to try it. And he said, all right, man, you know the deal. Just swing by, do the usual. And last time I saw my guy, it was actually very different. I had to PayPal him the dinero, and then he left the bag on the inside of his door because coronavirus, we didn't want to have any contact, man. You're trying to protect you and yours. He was trying to protect his and him, him and his and me and mine, you know. So this time he said, hey, swing by. We we caught up a little bit, you know, and he told me, it was just like, you know, shit's, it's crazy out there, you know, whatnot. And this stuff is so good. This candy kush is just insanely amazing. So, as we've been doing on the past couple episodes, when we get a chance to, let's do a little digital smoke sesh, man. As I sit here, I'm just going to finish packing this guy up here. i got a little bit more to go. Take it out of the grinder. My very beat-up cosmic grinder uh, from a couple very, very many years ago. I'm kind of a caveman with smoking. Uh, at least I used to be, because I'm kind of old school. And I think I get that a lot from my dad. Uh, but, like... If my hitter is full, it's a metal hitter, I can hit it on something, and it like if it's got junk in it, like it's not full, but if it's got like a little resin ball or some shit that I don't want to get out, I can knock on it and get it to loosen up, and then I can blow it out or whatever. Uh, so I use the grinder, so it gets beat up. Um, so yeah, I'm a little rough with stuff. My bad. Uh, but anyways, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, it's time to take a couple minutes. Okay? Because right now, we're going to sit together and have a digital smoke session. All right, so whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, you stop, go get yourself packed up. Uh, Once you're packed up and ready, hopefully it's now because I'm going to do like a little countdown. I'm trying to give you guys a little bit of an extra buffer, you know, or maybe you've already got your shit packed up. You knew you were going to be listening and smoking in today expecting us to have this little digital sesh which is nice of you i appreciate you thinking of me when you're when you're living your life and listening to podcasts i'm sure it's it's definitely more difficult to listen to podcasts now too because of the coronavirus because most people's like feng shui of like how they did things was like oh i'm gonna go to work and on my way to work i'm gonna listen to the podcast or on my way to the gym i'm gonna listen to the podcast or at the gym i'm gonna listen you guessed it to the podcast like that's what most people did now they don't have that so anyways i hope you're ready as we kick back, relax, and have a little smokage together right here on the Can of Culture. Here we go in three, two, one. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. Candy Kush. If you haven't found the strain, check it out. It's very good. Man. Oh, there's still some left. That's my favorite part. If I don't get it all in the first hit, I get to go back for seconds. Which is exciting. Are you excited? Hope you're having fun. Hopefully, maybe you're passing a bowl with your loved one. You know. Um, also, we're going to do an episode soon about about um, music and cannabis. And, uh, you know, I feel like that's a really difficult one because it touched so many genres. I mean, you could talk about a whole episode on Willie Nelson, a whole episode on, like, a band like um, 
Metallica technically were cannabis smokers for a time, you know. You could even talk about someone like um, Revolution who's in the reggae scene. You know, there's all different varieties essentially, and, and that's why it's really a beautiful thing is because you can actually go through the annals of time and, like, I mean, come on. Last Dance with Mary Jane by Tom Petty? You can't tell me that's not a jam. It's an absolute jam. Anyways, I'm going to have this second smoky. Let's continue on in our little digital smoke sesh here as we're all chilling, hanging out, having a nice time, having a good chill environment with you uh, during this wild time because sometimes you need to just take five for yourself, man. Just take five and just get away. Just do do you, dude. So here we go again. Also, there's this interesting thing where I'm thinking about how, like, there are future generations of people that are going to be listening to this show. Like, why is he educating us on something so common that everybody uses and knows about? And this show is going to feel taboo, and it's going to feel kind of hokey. Did I tell you guys about the show I found on Netflix, Cooked in Cannabis? I think I did. I don't remember. But it was, I don't know. I wish I could cook with cannabis. Cannabis is still expensive, man. It's not something you should just be cooking around lightly unless you have access or can grow your own plants or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but cooked in cannabis is a very fun, but also, like, it's, like, fun in theory, and I want to enjoy it, and, I, and there are parts of it that I do kind of enjoy, I guess is how to say that. But then at the same time, there's other parts where I'm like, oh, my God, they picked the worst people to be judges. Like, what? They had the great judge. They had Ricky Lake as one of the judges. I was amazed. I was like, fucking awesome. Ricky Lake's the bomb. But, like, then they had another panel, and I only knew one dude, and it was Flu LeBorg. And I was like, you're a comedian who's only going to be famous after he's in Suicide Squad that James Gunn does because he's still not, like, a super, super well-known name, even though he is well-known if you are into comedy, I guess. I'm trying to think. I have so many funny weed stories, you know? Experiences and shit. Things you live through and you try and, you you know, you go through. And it's like one time, my dealer, uh, the old dealer I used to have, he's like, hey, man, I've got some quality stuff. Come check it out. That's loud. I'm so sorry. He's like, hey, man, there's some quality stuff here. Come check it out. It's like, all right, cool. Get there. It smells all right. I'm like, all right, man. You know, I know the deal. You know the deal. Let's have the deal. And he gives me the normal. I leave, going about my business. It's a couple days. And we're all looking at each other like, this smoke is doing nothing. I could have eight of these in a row and nothing is happening. So we had our dude up and we're like, hey man, uh, we don't like to complain about stuff. Especially not this because it's not, you know. Some official accredited BBB business, obviously. But this stuff is, like, bad. Like, it doesn't even do anything. He said, oh. Roll up, and I'll take care of you. And I was like, all right. So we roll up, and I, like, brought it with me. And I was like, here you go. He goes, uh, this is where I fucked up. And I was like, what's wrong? And he goes, uh, huh accidentally gave you a CBD strain that was entirely CBD and it wasn't it was CBD it wasn't a THC strain so it 
affects you differently and you don't feel it. And it's not like what you probably wanted at all. And what he said, he's like, I didn't mean to even give it to you. It just got mixed up. I grabbed the wrong thing. My fault. Oh. He's like, that doesn't happen often, but I'm going to make it right. So he does. He exchanged it. Gave us extra. Gave us gummies. One of which went bad before I got to eat it. Motherfucker. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, crazy experiences. Crazy experiences here in our little smoke sesh. I don't really know if I have much left, you guys. Like I said, this has been a weird. This has been a weird week. It's but there's been a lot of stuff uh, in the world, and I, you know I don't really want to unload on people. That's not what I'm about. I don't want to take my grief and my drama and put it on you because that's that's not what this show is for. I don't want you to leave here in a bummer. So don't worry about what I've been going through. No, everything is going to be okay. Know that the things that have happened were destined to happen, and uh, you can't stop time. Is all I can say. So be grateful for those of the loved ones that you have and spend time with people that you love and, you know, uh, care about your pets. Do everything you can to be a good, upstanding human being. Don't let your children scream like that little girl who you guys can probably hear on the microphone who's three blocks down the street screaming her goddamn head off. It's crazy. Anyways, let's have one more before we get out of here, folks. I really love that we can just hang out together, riff on stuff, spend some time. You know, that's what podcasting is about. Um, so let's go one more final time. As we appreciate this candy kush. It's very tasty. Except for that one had a little burn at the end. Don't you hate that? Oh, God. What do you guys use to clean your stuff? Because that's an episode. It's not really an episode. It's just like a segment that I want to talk about. But here's a little quick tip. You got a one You got a bowl. You got any piece that can fit into a bag. Ziploc baggie. Take that piece in a Ziploc baggie. Fill a Ziploc baggie up over the top. So the whole thing is submerged with isopropyl alcohol. That's rubbing alcohol for those of you who don't know. Rubbing alcohol, okay? You're going to take that rubbing alcohol that's on it then you're also going to pour table salt into the into the bag and close it and shake the fuck out of that bag for like 10 minutes as long as you can't like just don't break your piece don't uh, do it too aggressively do it to the needs of your piece stroke your piece as necessary which is definitely the episode title we're going to stroke our piece as necessary um just be gentle with it. Make sure that you're shaking it because you're getting the salt in all the orifices and it's going to spin it around really nicely. And then I just want you to let it set overnight. So plan on not using it, right? You're going to let it set overnight and the next morning you're going to do one more shake and then take it out and rinse it in hot water and it will be the cleanest, freshest, nicest, most beautiful looking piece you've ever had. And you will be like, how? Well, isopropyl alcohol breaks down resin. And uh, it breaks it down in such a manner that once you use hot water, it can help to remove its uh, tackiness, I guess is the word you'd say, to the glass itself from the heat. Um, The alcohol gets under there and causes it to come out, which means you can very nicely clean your pieces. And man, uh, when you do that right, if you do that right, it's amazing. I I will say, though, I am surprised there hasn't been like a company that's come along with some like high-tech cleaning solution for resin and any piece like 
doesn't matter what piece you have. This thing works for it, you know? It's it's an idea, I'm just saying. They need to have it. Somebody needs to come up with it. A way to, like, revolutionize cleaning your pieces, especially bigger pieces. You guys know it's very difficult, especially if it's, there's, like, lots of chambers. You're like, uh, okay, well, I can't get into everything, or if I do, it's going to be a pain. Like, you know, you only can work with what you can work with. But anyways, folks, I want to thank you guys so much for joining me for Episode 5. It is a little bit of a shorter one, like I said. Very, very, very trying week for my emotions, and this is probably the best I can give you without uh, having a complete breakdown. So, and also ruining your mood, which we don't want. We want you, like I said, leave your happy, man. Leave your feeling jolly, and you know, stroke your peace. You know, stroke your peace the right way. Um. So, anyways, I just want to say thank you guys for listening to Canna Culture. This has been episode five. You get Canna Culture on the Journey into Comics Network. That's at journeyintocomics.com. You can get us on Apple Music, Podbean, Stitcher, Radio, Google Play Music, which is no longer a thing. It's actually going to become Google Podcasts. Keep your eyes peeled. Spotify, CastBox, TuneIn, and many more. Just search Journey Into Comics Network. Please check out the other shows. If you like Culture, you'll probably like any of the other shows because, well, most of them are my creation, but also... Because our people make good shit, I guess is the best way to say that. And, uh, you know, honestly, just breaking it down, we have a bunch of different very talented folks on this network who work really hard on a weekly basis to bring you guys content so that you can feel a sense of connected to other people who are living lives that may be similar to yours, you know, and, and our shared experience. So I do hope and I do wish you all well. I do hope that you reach out to us on the different platforms, whether it's on Facebook. Please like us on Facebook at Canna Culture Podcast or get us on Instagram at Canna Culture Pod. I didn't make a Twitter. Sorry, Charlie. But like I had said back on episode one or two, uh, you know, definitely, definitely something I planned on doing. So I got it handled. And I do want you guys to check that out for sure. If that's going to do it, which I think it is for this week's episode of Caniculture, this has been Caniculture Episode 5, Stroking Your Peace the Right Way. I have been Nate, and as always, do your very best to relax in this crazy world. Smoke one for me, and have a good one. Light up that bowl. Later. Later.